It was bad. It could have been worse. I mean, it could have. I mean, it yeah, it could have been worse, I guess. But it was still pretty bad. It was better than Thor 2. No. Yeah, it was better no. than Thor 2. Welcome no. to AC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Well, Merry Christmas. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. And happy Hanukkah, because this is the week of Hanukkah. Oh, right. It is the... And Kwanzaa is the day after Christmas, I believe. So happy holidays and New Year because we're not gonna we're not gonna do a New Year's Eve episode. This is the whole shebang, shebang. of everything. Um, Speaking of, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, what was the singer from American Idol? I don't know. Um, I was gonna go with a Ricky Martin thing when there with the whole shebang. shebang. No, that's what I'm saying. There was the, Skip, ba, 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 the American ba, ba, Idol singer that sang oh, it, no. sang it horribly. Oh no, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this was years ago. Now it's probably oh, close to a decade oh. ago. Oh, I like don't know. Stephen Young or Stephen Yang or something like that. Like it was, it was. It was uh, he got famous for being awful at it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's. I mean, that's from years past. We're going to talk about so this week's episode. Do we though? Do we? This week's episode <laughs> is the best of 2022 because it's the week before all the holiday madness and winter storm madness and New Year madness and. We're just taking next week off just because uh, Jared's going to be on vacation, and I don't want to make him drive all the way up here just for this. I'm not driving all the way up here for this during my vacation, to be honest. Do yeah. it. Uh, and <laughs> if usually, you really loved our listeners, our viewers, I don't you give would a do crap it. <laughs> I mean, that was a joke, people. He's been here more than you have. Yeah. So. Yeah, where have you been, <laughs> kids? I mean, I can. Oh, I mean, you've I can, got a family. I, 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 can, I, I mean, I could go for the the low blows, as it were. I'm here every week. You live here, I, and it's my equipment, and, and I, it's your equipment, and, and yeah. we're uh, guests, and you feed us. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> and usually it's not poisonous. I haven't died yet, so yet being that uh, means he's only making you stronger. That's right. Uh, right? My immune, immune system, little doses, little doses at a time, you build up your immunity. That's what you do with iodine powder. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it works with everything else. No, that's not how it works with everything else. That's not how it works so, with anything, really. That's a good way. That's mercury. I'm getting you mercury is all I'm doing. Is slowly, I'm killing you that way. He's turning you into the silver surfer. I'm okay with Just that. Just parts of your brain into the silver surfer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'll it's believe fine. I'm flying on a surfboard. Is that it? Uh, you know why they called the Mad Hatter the Mad Hatter? <laughs> because the hats back then had lead in them. What are you wearing over your head right now, Jared? No, that's true. Your headphones, there's lead in that too. That's how I'm getting you. Hmm. Unless I'm getting you. It depends on which, if you guys trade headsets. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> so it's a toss of the dice of who's screwed. <laughs> All I know is that's Laura's headset that's wrapped up and not being used right now. So I know she's safe. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> So a lot happened this year of 2022, uh, a lot of good, a lot of meh, and a lot of bad. But we're not going to worry about the meh and bad, for the most part. We're going to worry about that off-air. Listen to our bizarro Alter Your Comics Presents. That's when you're negative about everything. Uh, we should do that. We sometime. should do that. An anti-episode? Mm-hmm. It'd be the happy festivus, y'all. It'd be the airing of grievances. The airing of grievances... I don't know what's worse, though. The fact that I thought, hey, we might get a couple people to listen to it, or 
We'll get a lot we'll more. We'll get a lot more. I mean, what do, what do the news advertise? Doom and gloom. Because so that, yeah. that gets viewers. We'll so. go ahead and kick off World War Three with our opinions. and <laughs> Our opinions about <laughs> fictional characters and comic books. That'll, yep, that'll that's going to start point. it. That's Dude, no lie. everything over the world. In that Galaxy of Heroes game that we, we played, uh, at one point there was an argument on the Discord channel about like who would win in real life, Darth Maul or, or like, and Luke Skywalker or something. It was just, but they, 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 they actually no, no, used, no. They, they used the that term in real, in real life. life though. Darth Maul would totally kick Luke Skywalker's butt. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> this isn't Is that your argument? Real life. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> it reminds me of going back to the first Michael Bay Transformers movie. I love that one. No, no. Well, let me let me tell the tale. <laughs> no, where you're gonna ruin it. No, I'm not. You're gonna love it actually. All right, because it's actually supporting your argument. Uh, there was someone's like, oh, you know, it was a fine movie, but that what? Dumb but are? what really lost me was when the government agency did this and that and the other. Like, wait, and someone's like, really? That's what lost you? Not the giant talking robots from space that have no conservation of mass when they transform at all. That they tried to figure that out in the movie. No, no, but like that part you're cool with. But the oh the way the chain of command in this political of this government office that's what uh, that's what made you, that's you lost it on that like no no come, come on now it, suspension come of belief of needs to yeah. filter to, over right, to right. the people also right. in so it's like yeah I get something's being more real like you have to you have to say your boundaries sure. right, of what's plausible and realistic and what's not sure 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 you're gonna assume okay gravity on that movie Earth is the same as our Earth. Unless it's Fast and Furious, which case not so much. <laughs> but there are certain rules that you can set and break. But like at a certain point, like okay, if you're watching giant, if you're watching Transformers, it, you should not be worried about the bureaucracy of sure. government. Like just sure. let that go. That's not the focus. You're looking too much at. It's the, a fictional movie to begin with. You're, you're looking at the tree. Look at the forest at this point. Right. You're there to see giant robots kicking the crap out of each other, blowing stuff up. Now, there are some movies that, like, okay, this plot point doesn't make sense still, even within the rules you've set. Like, when we talked about Black Adam, of, like, oh, why did they come here out of nothing for this? Well, they've already established the rules that's contradictory of the rules they established. So that's, they can complain about some things. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's been a while. Two months. Yeah, a lot has happened in two months. But I'm saying, like, you can contradict some rules that, like, okay... Some things like in real life, we have to ignore that because you sure. set up it's a fictional thing. Right. But once you establish certain things, you can't go then and break them. Like you establish that's the rule of this universe you're making. So stop that. Does that apply to characters too? Uh, yes. Like, like James Bond. All the bad guys be. shoot at him <laughs> and the bullets always hit above his head to the right or, you know, sure, down sure, below sure. or whatever he's hiding behind. No, nothing ever hits him. Or if he does, it's just like a flesh, like oh, he goes yes. in and out, like through his leg, where he's like limping for five seconds and he's fine. Yeah. But I'm not talking about like the physical parts. I'm talking about if James Bond, the next iteration of James Bond, becomes not a womanizer or not an alcoholic, would we be okay with or that? Or not a man? It could be Jamie Bond. I'm saying, but that's, that's along that question line, though. Of like, would is that at what point can you yeah. change a character when it's no longer that character anymore? Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there are certain things I think that can change. Like, uh, what James the person... Bond goes to rehab. <laughs> I mean, okay, so that could works, be actually it, pretty cool because it worked for Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, Tony Stark, 
in the comics, that was his thing. It was originally. Yeah, but that was his kryptonite. But I'm saying that they still change that with the character, though. So they could change that where he goes to rehab. He's like, no, I, he can't do sure. this, that, this, that, and the other. Now, don't mishear me. I'm not saying that the womanizing or the alcoholism are good things for him. Right. However, that's part of that can't character. can't be as cold about everything else if he isn't doing those things. I, like it's if we not get- his kryptonite like it was for Tony. For Tony, he wasn't a genius because of his alcoholism. He wasn't a hero because of his alcoholism. It was that flawed characteristic that made him human. Correct. For Bond, though, the womanizing does make him a better agent. He detaches himself from humanity. See, I would say that's his kryptonite also. Because Same with hum- uh, how many alcoholism. villains did he sleep with? And they're like, oh, crap, now they're the villain. Then they... Got the upper hand on me too. So no, like that's he, his kryptonite. Also, that never happened. But he doesn't. But it doesn't. <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't screw with his ability to do the job. He still detaches completely from her, and then just enough to get the job done. Correct. Right. Right. Well, I mean, there's. I guess there are degrees of it too, depending on how how much they do. Like, oh, does he need to have a love interest in it? No. And and every time that that does happen. It ends up screwing him over. Right. So, yeah, you know. but I mean, you could kind of say the same thing a little bit with Doctor Who. They changed Doctor Who to a female, and it worked out just fine. Right. I, I never watched the Jody stuff because Peter. I didn't like the story that they told because to they kind of retconned a lot of stuff okay. and everything, and stuff that was established they retconned. Peter made Jody him too did angry. a great job. All right. See, for me, I liked Jody. I didn't watch it not because of her or because even Capaldi beforehand. I didn't watch it because I didn't have access to watch it easily. Mm. So now that's it's on I mean, HBO Max. If you've got HBO, it you is can now, watch but, them. but it wasn't it was, back. It was coming out at the time. I didn't yeah. have access to it. So when right. I moved out of my parents' house, I was like, oh, now this is on. I don't have cable anymore. I'm just not watching it because right. of this. It's not convenient for me. Right. I bought yep. the first season for a dollar. It was Amazon Prime. Could have been yeah, a sale they had. A I've done thing. that before. Yeah. yeah. But going back yep. to the argument, though, oh, you, right. you can change. Right, well, key factors, but and it still be the same character in a can different you, way. Some of the mannerisms of Jody reminded me of previous Doctors, so she still had that character element to it. Well, I guess my argument is not one thing defines a whole character. So you can, like, you can say, okay, this character is defined by four pillars. Well, we can take one of them out and change it to something else, and it's still adapting. It's the. Um, Oh, they used it in WandaVision. The ship of... The ship of, uh, yes. Where you can, if you start replacing, is it still the same thing? Well, maybe. It just, it's growing at that point. Uh, it's the mythology. It's the, uh, yeah, the one ship. I forget the name of it, too. I, yeah. I know what you're talking like, about. Like, if you replace yeah. the wood plank, is that still the same ship? If you replace all the pieces over time, is it still but the same still thing? still model it exactly the so same as So if you change certain key aspects over time, is it still the same? No. But is it necessarily wrong because of that either? Not necessarily. It's still the same ship. Right. But oh, this was never a question, though, right, ship. wrong. I'm just saying, is it the same? Is James Bond still James Bond without key flaws or good things that he does? It depends on how many they change all at once. I think that's the, my that's my yeah. Opinion, is if they, like if they took out all alcohol in the next James Bond movie, I honestly no don't think we would notice as much when there's car chases, explosions, and so much action going on. I don't think we'd miss him ordering a dry martini, or or just not ordering anything, just right. not going to a bar at all. Like we would right. Just now, no sh- no alcohol do, in the movie, no alcohol, no love interest, no weird gadget. 
then it'd be then it's not James Bond. If you do all those all at once, right? Then that's that's not James Bond. His whole thing was the weird spy tech that we get. The, okay, where's but this? Daniel Craig didn't have a lot of this weird spy tech. He had some of though. Yeah, the, some of it. I'm saying that's when they started. Go slowly. back to Casino Royale. He had some there. What do you have? Um, there was like a knockout pen, gas shot, gas or something. He still had a cue that gave him his stuff. No, he didn't. Yeah. Not in Casino Royale? Yeah, I'm sure he mm. did. The new Q didn't come in until... Um, well, they introduced Q Skyfall. in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm 90% sure they did. Like... It, but not said, 100. Here's, here's your hand, here's your <laughs> weapons guy, Q. I think it's what they did in Casino Royale. Like, I'm, it was a very... Uh, no. It was a glimpse more than no. an appearance. Jared's going to look it up. Go right? for I'm it. I'm going to look it up. He didn't show up until Skyfall. <clears throat> Because he's this new punk kid, and I love the scene. It's the marriage between the relic and the modern. Uh, they have this kind of a quick back and forth in the in the museum, and uh, he's he's uh, the argument has to do with uh, efficiency versus uh, knowing when to pull the trigger. I've used it in multiple papers. It's like I said, it's this marriage between the old and the new. Q doesn't, the new Q doesn't show up until Skyfall. I mean, and to be fair with Casino Royale, that okay. was a prequel. That was the beginning of James Bond. Yeah, he might be right because I'm not seeing Q might listed on Casino Royale. But still, Casino Royale, that's the beginning of James Bond. Sure. Yeah. sure. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a direct, like, it's not a sequel compared to all the other ones before. Like, oh, this right. follows that, this follows mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Now, after Pierce Brosnan, boom, here's a reboot. Uh, with, yes, that's a true thing. Yes. So, I mean, and now they could do, okay, we're not taking away the gadgets. But it wasn't like, no gadgets at all. But they gave him more gadgets again in uh, Skyfall. But uh, like they the can, simple radio. But for our argument of can you change one, that Casino Royale, that's a huge difference then. Like, of his four pillars that define James Bond, he didn't have one of them. He didn't have his gadgets. That was his thing. There was no. also no Q, though, so. Hmm. I'm saying that's a pillar, though. No, I, I'm think, still. I still think he had a gadget in there. I'm going to rewatch it. The defibrillator is a pretty standard No, no, thing no, now. not that. The car, the Aston Martin. No, uh, because was there was a thing in the there were he, like he was poisoned or something that he was yeah, in the was, car. He had and a he was needle getting, uh, of different chemicals, and they were having to mix things together to do a thing. But still, You're probably right because I'm wrong about the Q thing. But still, that, that is a change that they did. They and kept it, everything in else my defense, still the same. That with thing that. came out in 2006, and I probably haven't seen and it I in 10, Martin. 12 years now. But that's going back to the argument, though, of if you take out a pillar, they did for that, and it worked. And I would they, be because they I, left the rest of them. So if it's a slow transition, but that of isn't changes. a character pillar. Uh, it's a story pillar. James Bond is a super spy with gadgets. Take I, away his gadgets, and he's still a super spy. I would say it's as much of a character thing as is Iron Man having or Tony Stark having the Iron Man armor. It's still that definitive for the character, which was the whole point of Iron Man too. At what point is it, or uh, Iron Man 3, <clears throat> at what point is it, uh, when does the separation happen? Does, right. what is it, Tony does Stark's the suit job? make Iron Man, or does Iron Man does, complete does Tony, Tony Stark, Stark? Does Tony Stark make Iron Man, or does Iron Man make Tony Stark? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, but the, still going back, though, I think that is a thing that we could change things. Over time, we see different pillars change. Like at one point, James Bond was Scottish with, uh, with um, uh, yeah, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Okay, he's not a Scottish. No, he, he's he's part he's, of British intelligence. Like uh, so, like 
that that is wrong. But it worked at the time because, like, well, it was a fine movie. Let's go with it. And so there are things that you can change. They may fall back to them eventually, too. But it's a thing that I think if you change one key thing, it'll be fine. It may not necessarily break the franchise is what I'm getting at with that. I'd Uh, agree with that. It ultimately depends on the story, too, because it's still good. Because you can can destroy one pillar and the movie's crap. Like, well, that's not all that fault. Well, you can blame on that. Or it could just be the writing was bad, the director was bad, the cinematography was bad, whatever. Anything could happen. But ultimately, it's a bad product. Or ultimately, it's not a bad product. So... Whatever. Anyway, best of 2022. Oh, right, because that was... <laughs> That's our topic. That's our topic for today. Forget about that. Uh, after that 15-minute tangent there. Um, you expected otherwise? That's why we didn't have any books or any <laughs> homework for today, because I knew Adrian somehow... Uh, I had a feeling that today... I like talking. Today we would get on a tangent. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that what we're doing here? We're talking... I mean, are the, are the viewers pod, aware of this? Is that what podcasts are what? for? What? Wait, are there viewers? Stop. <laughs> you said it. There are listeners. You always said viewers, and I hated it every single time. You're like, no, no, no. They're know, considered. Man. They're called viewers. I'm like, but they listen. They don't watch anything. Well, they have to open their screen to look at it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Adrian, uh, what is something that was, came out this year that you thought is anything worth, comics, movies, books? something that our listeners would care about? I think that's the best way to put it. Wow, that really well, but there's lots of good stuff. Okay, I mean, something, something that if you go into alter your comics, you talk about whatever, like someone else would be like, Oh, yeah, I like that as well, too. So that could be comics, TV, movie, in our nerd realm. See, all right, fine. Uh, I'll I'll start with uh, Bullet Train. Uh, we went to go see that three, three four, months five ago. months ago. Yeah, uh, I caught that on Netflix when it came out. Yeah, I was really sad uh, by was... that because it went to streaming services way too fast, and I thought I it thought was so too better but than that. I better did too than after watching straight it. from movies. To streaming, it's it like, was fun. Yeah, that's fun. I, 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 the problem is I have too many little ones in my house for me to buy it and then <clears throat> make sure it doesn't accidentally get clicked on. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, um, and plus, I mean, you don't have the a way to keep them away. Like, hey, leave me alone for two hours, unless you go to the theater to do that. That's the easier right. way to be out of right. constant contact. Right. Right. And so, you, that, that is a movie that is deserving of your focus. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, I agree. I like oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you miss one or two things, the whole the whole story kind of goes kind of off the rails. <laughs> Cuz it's a train, get it? Out there. Oh jeez. And they literally um, go off the rails. And then they literally yeah. Uh no, and it was a really fun uh fatalist movie. Uh it reminded me a lot of The Mexican back in 2005, I don't know. Um a very destiny driven story uh this again with Brad Pitt, but it was Lots of violence, lots of blood, point literally from point A to point B in the movie. Guns, 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 boom, 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 action, action, action. Uh, you know, with a little bit of a story there, and it was fun. And comedy, too. It had comedy oh, yeah. and action that worked really well. Yes. For me, it kind of reminded me of, uh, had like Kill Bill vibes to it, where okay. the, mm-hmm. okay, here's this character, and then we flash back to where this character, where they had this weird name, where they come from. Kind of even an over-the-top kind of a presentation of these things. Too. Yeah. I mean, in Kill Bill had the same thing, where it was like- Which fits your thing yeah. about. Uh, it, it's a fun action flick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
and it's not like oh the there's a random explosion just because like it's not it doesn't have Michael Bay syndrome where you get lens flares sure. or I guess that's J.J. Uh, Abrams is lens flares but like we don't have like weird oh this passenger car blew up like it was a fuel car no no it, that's not how things work right so this person has a bullet through their arm well they're bleeding throughout the rest of the movie it has that continuity with it as well yeah that works really well it had the good callbacks of like oh why does why does this person have that name? Well, then we find out later what's going on with this. What's up with the water bottle? Why are we seeing the origin of this water bottle? Right. right. And it, they gave a, an inanimate object personality to it, which was really cool. Like, oh, oh yeah, there's the... And then the, it fell from the vending machine. Someone tripped on it. Well, which blah, blah, goes blah. with the whole idea of the fatalism part right. of it. The destiny that yeah, things are going to happen as they're supposed to happen and nothing you can do to change it. But yeah, yeah. It was fun. It's definitely, if you have Netflix at this point, I think it's on that. It might be on another streaming service too. I'm not I, sure. I watched it on Netflix and I'm so glad I did. It was really good. Um, it was fun. If you like that, you should check out, it came out last year, I think, uh, starring Bob Odenkirk, Nobody. Nobody? Yep. Uh, it's very similar. Uh, I think it's the same, either writer or director as okay. Bull Train. I watched it afterwards. Like, oh, I can definitely see the similarities and it's still really good. And they announced they're doing a sequel to Nobody called Nobody 2. Hmm. And that was really good. Uh, which, th- I guess that one, I'm going to count it because I watched it this year, even though it came out last year. Uh, it is like a, um, what's the Keanu John, John Wick. Jo- John Wick. It's John Wick Bullet Train, basically. It's He's hmm. that guy, but with the Bullet Train comedy and choreography and everything. Hmm. Oh, cool. It was really good. That'd it's worth fun. watching. Yeah. I think that one might be on HBO. So I know you can watch it, Jared. I don't yeah. think you have HBO. Yeah, I hope you guys do appreciate yeah. the fact that I planned the mentioning Bullet Train, Bullet train while the train. train was going by. Yeah. That's a good I'm touch. hoping it's getting picked up by the mics here. Uh, I hope not, but we'll see. Because if it is, it's picking up, then probably the water but from the if fish I can hear it. picking up too. You can hear outside of the, head, of the microphone also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't noise-canceling headphones. Uh, Jared, what's one of the best things this year for your list? Um, boy, that's a, it is tough to choose just a one little thing. Let's go, with, let's go with one of your favorite comic books that came out this year. Okay, we'll go with comic books. Um, I'm going to go with something that actually started in 2021, but it ended in 2022, was Marvel's Dark Ages. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. there's this ongoing EMP that's blocking all of the electricity in the world, um, it's set kind of in the future. Spider-Man has kids and, you know, he's using his old analog web shooters and there's just so much fun in that comic book that I, after talking about it and everything, I want to go back and reread the entire series in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably do that on my vacation actually, but, uh, there's just so much happening. It's like, what happened to all the characters? Where, where, did Captain America go? What happened with Tony? You know, it's Tony even viable now that there's no no electricity to be Iron Man. You know, I, I think it will read a lot better in trade. I agree, or or binge yeah. reading since that's how you yep. have it. Then it, I mean, it read fine in singles. Yeah, month it did. To month, but but it loses read. some of the right. gravity of the story. Right, um, and that was Tom Taylor, and that some was of the his, last Marvel Tom Taylor. Yeah, it was, but uh, exclusivity with DC. Yep. But I think he um, – uh, some of his stuff does read better in trade. Injustice, I thought, read better in trade than a single issue. So 
I, I do think some of his stuff. Deceased reads better in trade. Agreed. Than singles. Agreed. So I think he's very trade-centric on his writing. But his Nightwing reads well in singles. Right. His Superman Son of Kal-El reads fine in singles. Right. So, so he does have that. But right. But I think it's maybe just the style of story. He was trying to tell this Dark Ages story over what, six – was it a six issue, I think? It was six issues and the story took over the span of, let's say, six months. Is for the, uh, Other than the – we had the initial – Losing all technology, right. they had to jump to like 20 years in the future. Right. And then the rest of that story, the main story itself was like over the course yeah. of like six months. Well, yeah. I felt they kind of did something because it really felt rushed like in the last two issues. I feel like it was going to be an ongoing series, but then he signed the exclusivity. So they had to, okay, we need to wrap it up and tie it and be yeah. done. Hmm. Because, yeah, he, like it was when issue two came out, they announced that he had exclusivity. And he's like, don't worry, it's still in the works. It's still on its way. It's still going to come out. So that makes me think, like, okay, you just they had wrapped to... it up. I will say that I I love Dark Ages. I mm-hmm. I totally I did. Uh, it felt rushed though. It it felt lacking. It was probably one of Tom's, you know, because he and I are first name basis. Tom's uh, weaker. TT is what I call him because we we actually big names. One of his weaker books. But just because it didn't stick the landing, it just did. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but the. The book itself, I thought oh, was it was fantastic. I, it was I loved great. It. The yeah. art was good. The writing was good. Yep. And uh, yeah. And I like futuristic stories too. Maybe I'm a sucker for that. Like, you know, I like seeing Spider-Man a, twenty years from now. How is he coping? What's going on? What you know? For me, how it did was they all turn a, out? What if Marvel steampunk is what it really was what it turned into? Because Very they, much. So. They lost all other technology, so they had to basically turn to steam technology because that still works. Yeah, I. That's a good way to put it. Yep. I mean, spoilers-ish, but it happens like the first issue. Iron Man still is around, but not in his arc reactor. It's right. steam-powered Iron Man. Right. So it worked out pretty well, though. Yeah. Uh, first of all, on my list, I went, I went through some of the graphic novels we read for each episode. Uh, first one that stood out to me was one I did not read in singles. I just couldn't get in the mood at first. Noctera. I read, mm. I read yeah. that for book club. That was the first time I read it was for this, and... I I was like, okay, I can see why I didn't like it at first. Because at first, the first issue is fine, but without without weight in between each issue, yeah, it, it's easy. To, it's very easy to forget and fall off. But as a trade, then it's like, okay, well, I'll just keep reading the next one. And like issue two or three, that's when I got really hooked on this. Series. Right? Was that Snyder? That was um, Scott Snyder. Yes. Yeah. And was Capullo? I think is Capullo the Could artist be. in that one too. Could be. I'm not sure. I know they usually they do yeah they pair team up, up a lot. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's about, you know, world where it's la, 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 normal, normal, normal. Then all of a sudden the sun goes out, there's darkness, everything. And oh, by the way, the darkness can affect you. You can turn into darkness monsters and mess you up. And it follows this truck driver that is on a mission with her little brother and a whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, it's still ongoing. Admittedly, I stopped reading the current stuff, but because I'm going to wait and read it all in one scene. Yeah, it reads better in trade. Yeah, I, I think just that's in general, and, and I'm buying singles because I was still in the room to make it. I want to support mm-hmm. that, but just I'm not up to date on the reading of it. Is the only thing, right? Because um, yeah, it it took some weird turns. Like, okay, I feel like it's building the story up again, but it'll read better in mm-hmm. one sitting. So yeah, uh, Noctero is the first one on my list that was that I really enjoyed. Uh, Adrian, what's another one on your list? Well, now I have to go comic. I mean, you can. Okay. 
Well, you told him comic, and then you said yourself. Well, because I know he has a bunch of comics right now. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't write down any TV shows <coughs> right. or anything oh, okay. like that. Yeah. Well, I I that. Like I'm going geek. to kind of flip through just a little bit of the right TV and movies and stuff that I like this year. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path to kind of do that kind of supporting thing, uh, because um, Scout Comics isn't as huge as I think they would like to be, uh, but every once in a while they get a good story going, and I think... This is going to be one of those good stories. It's a simple, uh, I'm going to use straightforward, but it's definitely not a straightforward comic. Uh, Forever Forward. It's a time-traveling book, so it's not straightforward. Um, And if you have any dealings with quantum mechanics and time travel, as we all do, as, you know, being nerds, you know, we understand that at a certain point, we we already know what's going to happen in the next couple of issues. I think it's a five or six issue mini. And we're uh, three books in. And um, the main guy, he's a real jerk. Uh, Lewis Moody. Uh, He discovers time travel. His friends all but hate him. It's like, we threw you a birthday party and you left five minutes into it. What are you doing? No. Um, His crush, uh, along with his other friends, get pulled into the future. And he keeps finding notes from himself to himself. And so they, the time travel only works X amount of years going forward. And so they keep going forward because the first note told him to keep going. Wait, so, wait, so is it – so when he time travels, is it like creating a duplicate of himself? Because if he, if he leaps forward, mm-hmm. can he go backwards? Not yet. Okay. So if he leaps forward, who's leaving him the notes? Correct. Exactly. Oh, so that's one of the, so that's the one questions of the, things of the, that's going the story. On. Exactly. Okay. So, gotcha. Because I'm like, if he's gone, there's no one there to write the note. Correct. Right. So, obviously, Unless there's a co-conspirator that's leading him along the way, or okay. he that did it himself. It. Like it could be, oh, another traveler that could only travel backwards. Well, that could be cool. We'll I don't know if they could do the that in, in the next two issues. I but, thought about that. Though. But that could be cool. Like yeah. it's, it's trains passing Correct. each other, basically. The uh, the river and the do- uh, river and the doctor. Um, to make a Doctor Who reference, gotcha. uh, but I, in issue, your eyes are like what? <laughs> but no, in I, issue I three, we've already seen uh, a thing happen where it's like, oh, the the love confession for the that happened with the crush wasn't the Moody that we're following in the book. It's the one from the future that ha- it has to be the explanation. The one from the future that figured out how to get to the past. And then he confesses his love for her, but it's the one from the future, not the one that's in the book that we're reading mm. about right now. It's like, that has to be it. It's the never ending story. So there's a couple things going on that's like, I know what's going on because I'm a geek. They don't know because they're in the story, but it's been pretty fun. Um, and they could throw you a twist at the end. And they could throw a twist. Uh, but again, it was, it's... it's it all a dream. Oh, if they do that. <laughs> Well, and we've had those books before. What was the uh, Not Hunger Games book? Um, Fight, Fight, Girls? Fight Girls. Fight Girls. Loved it right until the end. And then it just kind of ruined everything. It's a lot like Dark Ages, where it was like, oh, it was great, great, great. And then, and then did not stick the landing. Yeah, right. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen with this. It is a straightforward book. It's easy. It's not, you know, they too don't, difficult. To stick the landing, they can have an ending that is predictable. The good guy wins. Sure, sure. I mean, look at this st- okay ending to Star Wars. He flies down the trench and blows up the Death oh, Star. Yeah, okay, yeah. That is 
Wham, the bam. typical good no, no. guy hero the ending. The end of Star Wars is Ray putting the lightsaber. No. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. As of right now, that's the ending of Star the Wars. The ending to the original movie of, of Star Hope. Wars, A New Hope, back in 1977. Thank you. Thank you. Have I clarified that enough? Oh, my gosh. That was the typical good guy win. You know, you knew it was coming. You yeah. know, it was very straightforward. And even then, they kind of gave us a little yeah. twist with Han and Chewie coming right. back. Like, oh, yeah, oh, cool. they, they are made good it. guys. They are good you guys. Know. You know, they're not awful people. But, right. but that worked. You it don't does. need the huge today, twist too. ending that that Han Solo shot Luke Skywalker and the Death Star <laughs> blew it all up. You know, you don't need that we twist. Don't, we don't need Greedo shooting and then Han somehow, while sitting still, dodges it yeah. and then shoots back. No. Han just murders him in cold blood. That's how right. it is. Sure. Right. And even Peter Mayhew came out with the original script to Star Wars and it just says Han shoots. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't even say Greedo shoots. Han didn't shoot first. There Han was shot. no first or second. Yeah. He shot. <laughs> I mean, you definitely knew it was impending like he was he was Oh yeah. He was trapped otherwise. Right. 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 But, so, but going back, we got on a Star Wars tangent. Ah, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Scout Comics, um, Forever Forward. It's a book by somebody that's not on my screen right now. But it's, it's by <laughs> Scout Comics. But They're it's by publisher. Scout Comics. We're only three issues in, and I think it's only going to go five or six. So it's so, a fun little mini that I really, you know, we've talked about this before with this ongoing stuff. We talked about with with X Men here in the last couple of years, good, good, eh, okay, good story maybe now, maybe maybe now, no. In no. uh, going <laughs> back to how you said it's pre- somewhat predictable, you think where you know where it's going. Yeah. Well, I want them to bring back in general for most media, bring back the dream sequence. I know you cracked on, oh but my like gosh. if done well, though, it can be done well. Can it though? Can it now? Can if it be you done know, now? Is, if you. Well, okay. So as fantastical as Stranger Things was, right? Pretty fantastical. Pretty way out there. Yeah. Give it a dream sequence. The whole series was a dream while the Uh, initial kid's in a coma. Done. uh, I I wouldn't like that. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, and, and obviously we don't have anything out there that's really kind of putting us in that kind of situation where it's like, Bob's having a dream. About this thing. And then he wakes up. And then he has another dream about another thing. And well, then goes on an adventure. And then that whole thing was a dream. But you. I mean. Well, I don't know. When The Walking Dead was going on. People were like. Oh. The whole thing. It's all a dream while Rick's in a coma. And he's dying. Like that would have been. That could have been like. If that was the actual end. Like. Oh, okay. That would have been fun. Like the whole thing was. a, a fa- The entire thing was a fantasy while he was in a coma. All 10 years. See. I'm saying. No, 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 the, the, comics, comic, the comics. The comic. So. All 176 issues. Yeah. Because that was the theory. Like, well, I mean, it was a meme theory, kind of like the whole Thanos Ant Man thing. But where see, it was, it was meme, like, kind of set up that way. It, it, it very well could have been. It would have made sense, though. Like, oh, right? He's in happen. a coma. He's in a coma, and he and then when he dies in the Walking Dead zombie world is when he flatlines. Yeah. in the real world, he's no longer in a coma. He's actually passed. Or even better, he could have been bitten, and then he wakes up from the coma. Or Whatever, something, something like that, but something like, like that. But, but they, that could have been a thing. right. Like, but Stranger think, Things, no one w- went into a coma. I mean, yeah. I, I guess what they if Will could had gone into it. the Upside Down as the coma? Right, the Upside Down was him in the coma. <laughs> that could be. But I'm saying, like, though, it is a possible thing that you I could do it. Will allow I that. Wouldn't have hated that ending for The Walking Dead. 
Especially if they would have steered into the skid, like, okay, oh, if, yeah. and got even more and more bizarre. Like that that's exactly where I was going. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> right. If like why is it so weird now? Impossible things happened possibly, right? Like and, right. and unexpectedly too, like Okay, it's in the world of zombies, and all of a sudden, an alien? Why? And, like, you just see it in the background. They don't acknowledge it even. Like, it's because it's his brain, the synapse is firing. And, like, well, why is this glitch here or there? And it's, like, almost an Easter egg that you have to follow the sub-story, the sub-sub-sub-story within the main story itself. Like, well, why is this? That's out of character. Well, that's kind of weird. Then, oh, it's because of it's not actually real. It could be done. It would be very, it would be easy. Because it's, obviously, it's easy to tell a story yeah. from point A to point B. Sure. But I think it would be a cool, like, oh, that's the ultimate twist at the end of, like, it. none of it actually happened. You are crazy or in a coma or whatever. Yeah. And then Can't use the word crazy anymore. Yeah. Uh, but do you... Yeah, they could have done that with The Walking Dead. If they kind of established something like that, oh, your main character's in a coma and he wakes up. Especially because he... That he, puts he, that one, question in Right. There. He gets shot. All of a sudden, oh, he wakes right. up. He the world's shot. different. He's in the hospital. No one's around. What's going on? Okay, well. For one, he's in an empty hospital. Right. If he would have just laid there with no care, wouldn't he just, like, his body shut down from starving to I mean, death from had, lack of nutrition? IV, he had the IV of saline for a little bit. So, yeah, but how did the walkers right, also Right, but it, it sure seemed. Him. Right. And, right, that. And it sure seemed like the medical staff had left like long gone, before gone. Right. I mean, that Lori, IV would have dropped. Sure, sure, sure. Shane said Lori's, or Shane said he's dead. Lori moved on. They hooked up. Like, you know, I have to think that if you're, if you die, your spouse won't immediately hook up with someone. Like, they'll, they'll be a grieving period. Versus in The Walking Dead, Lori and Shane hooked up pretty quick. Yeah. Hours uh, after they left the hospital. Based off of that timeline. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not, come on. Right. How long can, I don't know how long a saline drip lasts. And, and if, if you do last, let's say a week, let's say in a coma with a saline drip, you're Which not going to be able to, atrophied just right, you're not gonna be able to stand up and walk and kill humans effectively because they're fresh zombies. They're not like rotten from a year old. They're fr- mm. pretty fresh human. You can't just bash them in and kill them that quickly. Sure. So that I think could have worked as it's all a dream. So I think there is a way to do that if it, if you put the... If, if it's you, done right, if the audience the will literally in. not riot. Right. Yeah. And if it's I, done wrong, which and you we can't, get which is very easy to do, but you can't have that as the twist ending. That has to be part of the story. You have to, and you have to plan. No, yeah, part of the plan. That can be the time. end, but you have to know that that's where you were going go right. to go to from yep. the word go. We but that's do, the thing that's keeping the 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 viewers or readers guessing almost. Just like those memes were coming out with about the Walking Dead. Is this a dream? They uh, didn't know for sure. Scrubs. You know? The very first season, the janitor was a figment of JD's imagination. Yeah. Bill Lawrence has said, like, oh, yeah, the janitor, he's not real. Like, the intent was to make him not real. That's why he, the janitor only talked to JD. He didn't talk to any of the characters because the, the joke was he's just a figment of his imagination. I think later on he does. Right, he but does, that yeah, first season, I, I think it was. the first two or three seasons, the janitor, the actor was like, Bill, can I at least talk to anybody else? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then he caved on that. He was making that his own headcanon when he was writing the, the episodes and everything. He was like, yeah, I'll abandon that. No big deal. So if you plan that out, you could make that happen. So And they could have done that because you're right. The first couple seasons, he they didn't, didn't talk to he anyone. He didn't interact with anybody else of the main cast. So, yeah, it, they don't. we don't want a lost situation where they're building the plane mid-flight. Like, we need to have this whole thing mapped out. Yeah. Do it as a limited series. I'm like, okay, we are only planning on three seasons no matter what. 
Right. Like we will, we make it cut short and we'll have our, you know, checkpoint endings. If that's the end, it is what it is. I think you can make more money if, if, if you, if you, if you have quality short stories. One of our favorite shows, Ted Lasso. They've said this third season is the final season. I'm worried about season three. No, but I'm saying, though, I'd rather them go out on their own terms sure. yeah. to drag it on for too long. Okay, oh, well, well, and that's the problem, too. I don't know that they'll be going out on the, There's been massive amounts of rewrites. So but like, it's, uh, that's better than them getting, oh, we, we got signed over two more. Well, we're not ready for that. That's what happened to Lost. Lost was ready for, like, two, maybe three seasons. Right. Smallville was last It went eight five. seasons, I think. So, like, yeah. Smallville went nine. No, Smallville went ten, but it, the original concept was only like five seasons. Mm. So it was to get him through high school, and then that final season was to get him to Superman. So how many times? Is, because and admittedly, I have to think it would be hard to turn down that money. Like, oh, here's oh yeah, millions of dollars, make another season. That's gonna be hard to say no. But it's in te- the artist's integrity to say no. This is the story. We're done. It's hard to go on those terms. Right. But the other side of it is if the studio owns the rights to everything, they're just going to can you and hire somebody else to do that next season. Look and at then you community. When they fired uh, Harmon. Uh, Dan Harmon, they fired him. They had someone else write in and they couldn't get the show going. So it's possible. Right. But was it good? Did it have that same feel to it? Right. It doesn't matter. They went four more seasons. Uh, so it was, two, well, it was he got fired received in well season enough. four. He was, the, oh, oh, he was there was for three. one, two, three. He... Yeah, fire for season four. They brought back on network for season five when Dan Harmon came back. That was the soft reboot, and then season six was Yahoo. I have watched a lot of Community. It's a good movie. It's a good show, and it's going to be a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Anyway, Jared, what's one more thing? Let's just one, one more thing. Each I'm of us going to do some list. rapid fire stuff. I like this this year. Um, Moon Knight. We show. watched the show, and then we read the first volume. Uh, which was Midnight Mission. That was yep. on my list also. And both of those were fun. Uh, it actually made me want to read more Moon Knight, but I just haven't – there's so much content out I there I subscribed right to now. the graphic novels because of that first volume. And I will probably maybe ask to borrow them. <laughs> um, I liked the Obi-Wan series. Um, it has its faults. I will admit that right now to both of you. Yeah, but I four liked or five it. episodes, the first ones. <laughs> I liked the show. We may or may not have yelled at Jared before we started recording. <laughs> they did. They're jerks. <laughs> we are. Um, the Christmas uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special was fun. Speaking um, of Christmas entertainment, the movie Spirited was yep, also Spirited really good. Spirited was fun. Uh, Top Gun, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yep. The sequel, 30 Years in the Making. You know Those what, guys though? told me not to mention it, but I'm going to anyways because it wasn't good. Thor. Good Lord. Love and Thunder. Yep, Love and Thunder. It wasn't that good. It Are we done yet? It could, it, it could have been worse. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there because you guys told me not to. We're not mentioning that. I am, dang it. <laughs> that we bad. didn't like it. There, There's our gripe session is Thor, Love and Thunder. And Black Adam. And Black Adam. I like Black, Black Adam. Adam better. Oh, yeah. Black Adam was way better than Thor. I wouldn't say way better. That's a strong. I would. I would. I'm biased towards DC, though. Oh, that's true. I'm not biased towards DC. Thor 11 Thunder is a two out of five. Black Adam was a three out of five. It's okay. Which. If you go on a 10-point scale, that's a 40% versus a 60%. I get If you go off of a 100-point scale. (laughs) (laughs) I gave it negative stars. I, I gave stars back. I wanted my stars back. Anyway. 
but um but uh uh yeah so those are just some generic tv shows and movies that were good this year eight billion um, genies came out this year Yeah, eight billion genies nightwing has been solid um i enjoyed the she-hulk show yeah. for what it was it was a fun it was, it, a, it was a comedy yeah a comedy. um the comic we read the first uh volume of the comic since for you know because of the show uh the comic was better than the show but the comic was good it, it was very good it's a different entity too exactly it, it wasn't as comedic as the show was but it still had comedy elements and it was like jen rebuilding her life in the in the in the comic so that was pretty good uh, the one that just ended this week was Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Which we may be talking that about was, in the next segment. Yep. DC's uh, event book for the year. It was good. I will talk about it here in a little bit. Is that, that it for Yeah, yours? We'll, we'll stop there because there's so much content that sure. came out this year. What there There's so much good stuff that you like. Yeah. It's hard to really list them all. Uh, Adrian, what's on yours? Uh, I'll do the same thing. I'll kind of, you know, do a rapid this. fire. Uh, as far as movies go, Maverick was on my list. Fun action, just. Um, it was Star Wars too. It was Star Wars too. Yeah, the trench run. Oh yes, <laughs> right. It was very much a New Hope. Um, uh, Jurassic Park Dominion was the finale. It wasn't good, but it ended. Um, I liked the Uncharted movie for what it was. I did too. It was one of those video game movies that. We all have, you know, right. we all remember Super Mario Brothers. It was better, which, than any right, better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Right. Tom which Holland I am did a good job. For the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, oh, yes. The animated one. Yeah. yeah. I have questions on it, but yeah. Uh, Sonic 2, Stuck the Landing. Another video Agreed. game movie. My kid really likes it. Um, it had John Ralphio <laughs> from uh, Parks and Rec. Right. Uh, the Once in Future book finally ended. This year, uh, I think it hit. I think it it did well. I, I no complaints. And that I, one started in twenty twenty one, correct? It, yes, it started. Yes, uh, in twenty twenty. They wrapped up their yes. story this year. Uh, I know. I'll, I'll mention it, even though I, I I will not read it, just because you guys made me read the other nine novel <laughs> volumes of Saga. <laughs> but it finally came back this year. Yep. Right? It was this year that it came it back. January this year, and um, we got the first volume of Nice House on the Lake. Still not over, but I'm really excited for it. I don't know that I've stopped caring about it. Uh, and for me, The Human Target was also one of those uh, books that I, I have lots of fun with. It's a noirish book. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then uh, Beyond the White Knight has been really good, I think. Um, Terry McGinnis, The Beyond World. Uh, Bruce Wayne's been jailed, and now he's uh, married. Or uh, he's, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. He's got the Joker in his head. And, uh, yeah. Those were my pew-pews. Uh, my rapid fire, Superman Red Sun, when we read that. I hadn't read that before. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I, there was some major controversy earlier this year over the book Mouse. We finally oh, read it yeah. for the podcast because there were schools that were banning it. It's so like, all right, let's read yep, it. Yeah, let's read it. It had a big insurgency across the sales. Like, it became a bestseller again for us and probably across the country because, of, oh, you're not allowed to read it? Well, what's this controversy? I have to see what you're talking about because we're Americans and you tell us not to do something, we're going to do it. Um, we finally read that and I was like, okay, this is good. It's definitely not a feel-good story. No, not It's not one, like, I can recommend to everybody. Like, no, you have to be 
a fan of history, not necessarily right. a fan of, of the history, but a fan of history in general. Right. It's good for that. Um, I had Moon Knight on my list as well. Uh, and the last one I have is Neverlanders. Another oh, Tom that, was yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um, yep. The only caveat with that one is we don't necessarily know who it's for. Like, it's written as a kid's book. Right. But if you didn't if kids watch, don't watch old... or read any of the regular. Uh, yeah, like uh, a shadow. It's a continuation of the Peter Pan story. But if you don't know any of the Peter Pan, it, yeah, I don't know. That it's you a can... continuation. What if? Like, it, right. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. too. Is the way I can, like it, it definitely veers off track right. from where of what it was. But yeah, yep. you need to have that kind of base knowledge of. What is Neverland? Who was Pan? I would have liked Why it is Captain better Hook? if it was a full comic book size, not the digest size. I think that's, oh, yeah, I that's, think that's the, the biggest thing that would have helped thing, with yep. that. Um, also Tom Taylor. Also Tom Taylor. Uh, it's an original graphic novel of his, too. It was not It was never in single issues. It was yep. just the and novel. they set it up for a good ending or uh, a sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it can end or it can keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. So they with, do, if they never things. come out with a sequel, I'm okay with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They did, it wasn't a cliffhanger ending. The cool thing about that one was they gave us, uh, what, like the first quote-unquote issue during uh, Free Comic Book Day. Right. Uh, oh, a sample yeah. of it. The yep. first chapter. The first chapter, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that was my big breakout of the year. It's like, oh, uh, I, I really enjoyed that one. It, yeah. But it's still a, who is this for? I enjoyed it, but I can't recommend it to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are our big things that came out this week that, or this week, this week of, you know, 2022. And yeah. if you can, if you're on a platform that allows it, comment on what your favorite thing was 22, of 2022 was. Well, come in and we will tell you other yep. things. Uh, and some of these things, like we mentioned that, uh, we already, that were old, that we read this, that were new to us this year, that will become your favorites. Like, oh, of the things I consumed this year, I enjoyed this the best, even though it's from whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving on to the next section, uh, which is books that came out this week, Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Adrian, why don't you mention, it's more of a best of this year, because it didn't come out this week. Because uh, we mentioned, it, I mentioned it last week. Uh, okay. So it's kind of tying into the best of this year, because it's, sure. it's uh, not necessarily new this week, but it's new for you this week. Yes, it was new for me this week, even though it came out last week. Uh, it's an image book. It's... Only a dollar ninety nine. Uh, it doesn't make it less. There's no. I'm only making that comment only because that isn't kind of the standard, and yet the it's print quality is not cheap. Is paper. up to standard. It's not cheap inking. It, the it's art full quality is up to paper. And you say it looks like a full book too. It's it not is like a book, half of an issue. Correct. And the uh, name uh, Mark Millar is kind of oh. a you know, a well-known name. Yep, and he so, did uh, Kick-Ass and a bunch of other stuff, yep. didn't he? So don't think that because it's got a big one ninety nine price on it that it's going to suck. Uh, it's not a you get what you pay for. It's a good value is what yes. it is. <clears throat> uh, I saw the poster, the little mini poster that we got a couple months ago. I'm like, oh, that could be kind of cool. Uh, it's It looks like Vampire Luchadores. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to read that. Because... We've had the comments. Oh, you're Mexican. You should like this, right? No, no. Get out. Just get out. Um, so, but I said I would read it. You may. It doesn't mean you will. Right. Uh, I said I would read it. And so I took the time to read it at the store. And I liked it a lot. Um, and you subscribed to it. And then I did subscribe to it. Not because of any other reason other than the story was good. So you didn't like it just because you're Mexican. Correct. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> not just because I'm Mexican. 
So right. because I'm Mexican, I, I also like it? Huh. I'm going to have to work on that equation. Anyway. I mean, I'm not Mexican. You're not Mexican and you liked it. Is this where the kid was uh, on the roof? Yeah. Yes, the okay, yes. Yeah. That was be, a great first issue. He's yes. trying to be a YouTuber. So. Yes. He breaks yeah, his cracks back. his head, lands, breaks his back, and then... He's dying. He's yeah. dying. Oh, he's okay. dying. He's dying. Yeah. Police comes and bites him. Makes him a vampire. Yep. And he kind of alludes to this whole ongoing war. war. And that's about all we get. We get an introduction to his powers. And that's it. That's really it. And uh, then he goes and he finds his friends. And it's like, oh, no. Are you going to bite them? And I'm pretty sure oh, wait, only a five you issue could also. not bite them. Oh, really? I, I'm pretty sure it's only okay. a miniseries. Which I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that, too. If if it's... No, they may do... Uh, volume two as a like like how sure. you do wind like a sub subtitle mm-hmm. they do it that way too and that's okay mm-hmm. uh, yeah but the book is called Nightclub by Mark Millar and or Miller. I don't know why or whatever and Juana Ramirez image one ninety nine Nightclub this was fun it was it was super fun I'm not big the into vampires good, but that was right? a good issue it's it's a story that has it's like The Walking Dead it's not The Walking Dead isn't a story about zombies it's a right. story that has zombies in it this isn't a story about vampires it's a story that has vampires as the superpower force right behind it but there's it's a story about the people about this kid and yeah. his cop mentor that is teaching him how to be a vampire now yeah. i just hope that the vampires end up being the good guys not that because they could easily be like we're the villains and you're gonna help us by well, being a villain they could they could they really could but we rarely want get them to get be the good guys right. right now but if you if they do become the value characters like dang it that works still too but it so works it's, so i'm really really super duper excited about last week's book that i finally read this week nightclub i uh, hope they do by the image and class- i love image i hope they do the classic trope of uh you find out the other secret society is werewolves just because to have that and maybe one of his friends is a werewolf too just because that could be a fun or maybe the teachers are werewolves or something like <laughs> I don't want just vampires that, oh, they're end up being the bad guys after all. Like, no, I want them to be this kid to have a, a true villain to go against. Yeah. And we did what, read, sen- uh, what makes the most sense for vampires? Werewolves. Werewolves tend to make sense. Sure, sure, sure. In, sure. That, in most stakes. Yeah, and we read Vampire State Building. Did and- you just say stakes in most stakes? No. Okay. Because I would have been like, okay, that was a good pun. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Jared, what was one of your books this week that you... Really oh gosh, I was DC heavy this week. Go figure. Um, Exclusively DC, I believe. Yeah, this, this I bought week. all DC this week. I didn't see anything on the shelf. Hey, you know really... what though? The books that I mentioned for le- this year, a lot of them were DC, so they must they, be doing yeah, something right. They've been good. Um, I've got three of them that's on my list that I liked. Um, I'm going to shoot through these quickly. Um, How about you do two quickly, okay. and I'll, I'll do two, and then Adrian can do another one. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Deceased Were the Undead Gods, number yes. five of eight. We were talking about this a little bit beforehand. Um, we do feel that there's a bit of filler with this story so far. Uh, we think it's going to be uh, – war- uh, are you, are you going to cover this one? No. I just realized that the one that I brought was issue four. Oh, oh yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be back behind an issue. So, but, but he uh, has the issue five. I have just, five. He's the, I just brought the wrong just grabbed one. the wrong one. But uh, this one, uh, Mixelpitalik, the Superman villain. Mixelplix. Mixelpitalik. Uh, there are no syllables in his name, so it's like it's, there's the Y's though. Hey, I heard it on a cartoon once. 
it, which with, if it's a DC cartoon, I'm going to give them credibility on knowing how there to read them. Because it's there. There we go. Wasn't he in Smallville? Mixed yeah, once. I don't that's know if the, they. That's the. Way I don't I'm, know if they ever actually called him by the name. I think it was the Superman animated series that I heard the name. So, for those of you listeners that don't actually know the name, it is spelled M X Y Z P T L K. And the Y is a consonant, not a vowel. Sometimes. Not not in this spelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's it's intentionally hard to say because they're evil. It's like a fifth that. dimension being. Um, he, fifth dimension? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. The trick uh, is actually you have to look at the book in the mirror upside down while drinking water. So. There you go. And then you can pronounce and the name. And there are some similars that are so silent they're not even there. <laughs> there you That's go. the problem. So, but uh, he shows up and he's basically, yeah, we're going to go and save the universe. I'm going to actually help Superman instead of be a hindrance towards him. Things don't go well. I really loved the callback to, to the, the first very deceased. beginning of how this all started. It's not right. just zombies biting each other and stuff like that. There's that isn't a how reason. it spread. Right. But there, uh, yeah, well, I Can we tell no, people? This just came out today. I don't want to give spoilers oh, in case people. Today. Yeah, just, I read just it. remember in Deceased Volume One, the way it spreads is either by bite like standard zombie stuff yep. or by viewing it on a screen. Yep. Let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah, things do not go well for a lot of characters in this issue. And we are gearing up to a big fight with Mixel Pitalik. And we'll see how that goes. And we have three more issues to go. Yep. So it's a lot can happen. I'm excited. My other one was Nightwing number 99. Um, I won't go too far into this because it's we're at the 99. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. Issue it, 100 is going to be a milestone issue. Right. Um, if you haven't been reading Nightwing, you're probably not going to start right now. You'll, you'll um, wait until the next issue. Yeah. This is basically still dealing with some of the fallout of um, Blockbuster getting killed and what's the power vacuum looking like. So there's another secret society in Bloodhaven that's never been seen before. So there's some cool stuff happening there. Um, I had, I'll just kind of stop there. You really don't, you know, yeah. Nightwing's been my pick almost every time because it's, it has been, it's been awesome. Yep. Uh, my first pick of the week is Batman versus Robin number four. It is the penultimate issue of Batman vs. Robin. There's going to be a total five in this series. Um, and this is setting up the... This is laying the groundwork for the upcoming DC event, Lazarus Planet. Um, in fact, it actually, when this issue ends, it says, to be continued, uh, next issue, or it'll be after Lazarus Planet Alpha. To be continued in Lazarus Planet Alpha on sale January 10th. And then the return of, of this for Batman vs. Robin... In February, so we're taking a month off of the series to do the big Lazarus Planet one month thing with the whole Lazarus pits and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, we get the big fight between Batman and Robin, and then the gods that are gods or the demons that are controlling everything. Uh, longtime listeners will recognize the series. It started with the return of Alfred. We figure out what's going on with that. We found out what it was, and this is where it's going. And the whole series has been really great. Um, I'm still hoping maybe issue five, or true return of Alfred, just because the the Bat family needs him because he's that good of a character. Uh, but yeah, this is it's it's in the middle of a series, so it's hard to recommend it to anybody else. Sure. Uh, 
But I would just say, hopefully, the amount of times we've mentioned the series as it's going on, when the trade does come out, you'll be excited and you'll want to pick up the trade when it comes out because it is that good of a story. Yeah, it's been very good. It's solid. Uh, and that's by Mark Wade is the writer of the series, which he's a he's he's a pro. Yeah. So, uh, Adrian, what is the other thing this week that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> they they hit it out of the ballpark last time. Mm-hmm. We struggled with the first two issues of this this time because I think of how well it did last time. Uh, but Eve, uh, specifically Eve, Eve mm. Children of the Moon, issue three. I uh, I agree with you. This is where the story is picking back up. So Eve, we find out, is in the post-apocalyptic world in the first, what, six issues? Of uh, just five Eve, or six. Five or six. And then she and her clones are meant to save the world and fix the world. Chemicals, zombies, things like that. <clears throat> so Eve, Children of the Moon takes place after that and kind of... After they save the world. When everything's kind of working again. And uh, the first two issues were really rough in the sense of, well, you have to set up the set. You, you've got to set up the rest of the book. Not all of the clones worked out okay. We have a bad one. The world by and large is working okay. But now we're getting the action part of the story. Yeah. And and here we, we've, we're diving into who the villain is. Uh, we're diving into one of the other possible contingencies, which it makes sense. That would have been set up by by the people to fix the world before, you know, not just one basket that they would have used. Contingency plans. Right. So uh, it's good. It's it's a great story. I, I still love the art. It's uh, simple. It's I find uh, the older sister. I can't think of her name right off the top of my head to be a little naive in her complaining. But I think it works. Right. Uh at a certain point, she complains of why is this happening to us? Mm-hmm. Why, we didn't choose this. Why are we fixing the problem that our parents created for us? Why is it our responsibility to save the world when we didn't ruin the world? Right. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you're not wrong, but that's the world you live in. So right. Just, so there's a problem. You go try to fix it. Right. Uh, to me, this story in general for this vol- this series, I should, the sequel to Eve, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, the Lord of the Rings books. At the end, you know, of the movies, we see Frodo, he saves the world, he throws the ring in, the end. Done. Rides off to the sunset. In the books, we find out, no, he still goes home, but he finds out his whole home is destroyed. Like, even though you saved the world, doesn't mean you saved your world. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. Like, oh, you saved the world, but there's still stuff you have to deal with after yeah. that. You don't, the game is not over. There's still more right. to be done. So, yeah, I, yeah I, I've enjoyed this as well. And yeah, the first two issues is a bit of a, Exposition, like sure. building up, and you need to because it's a, it, you're starting brand new. My only problem is there wasn't enough of a hook to keep reading the first two, other than loyalty from the brand. The first one, yeah, right. Because the, the, the first arc, mm-hmm. the first arc, there's enough hook in each issue. Cool, let's yep. keep going. This yeah, I one, don't think there was an issue that we didn't talk about right. last time. So that's the only thing is this one is out of brand loyalty is why we keep reading it, mm-hmm. but finally at issue three that loyalty is paying off mm-hmm. which isn't bad i mean two issues that's not a whole lot to wade through but i can't recommend it to random person like hey read this at this point probably read the trade yeah because with eve when we finally got it in trade our hook was do you like killer teddy bear robots right 
that are trying to save, and you are trying to save the world, that you are raised in a virtual reality, that everything you thought was real was just a dream to train you. Right. I don't, and I, I don't know. There is no from quick a summary for seller this. standpoint. I don't know what to say to people to get them to read this. Other than you like that first one, here's more of that world. Go. Right. But yeah, but it's been good. I've enjoyed. It. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disappointed that I've been buying it. I'm no, near am I. Uh, just I do remember the first time we read this, we were all kind of fighting over. No, I want to talk about it. There was more excitement. It was yes, yes, yes. Yeah. and this one now the excitement is. And here. I haven't yes. been pulling it because I didn't care for the, the way this one started. Sure. So I I kind of well, dropped off wrong. completely. And I, they, <laughs> I mean, no, the I, way you just described this, I think I am wrong. I, I should have I, I should have stuck trade. with this. I would say read it and trade at this point. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to do that once it comes out. Because the first one was like a five or six, and this is going to be like a seven or an eight. That sounds issue. plausible. Right. I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, and maybe that's why because they knew what they were going to do in starting with issues one and two of Children of the Moon. So Eve, Children of the Moon came out this week. Loved it. Uh, it 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 was just a slow takeoff, and that's okay. All right, uh, Jared, what is your last pick of the week then? Uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Number. Or as it should have started out as just Dark Crisis. I mean, no, it did then start out It as did Dark start Crisis. that. Well, it should have finished that way. Yeah. But it, the way they did this story, I like. And this is issue number? This is issue number seven of seven. Uh, so we start out with Dick Grayson versus Deathstroke. Nightwing not, versus Deathstroke. And not just regular Deathstroke. Right. It's super-powered, evil, darkness-inspired Deathstroke, and it's... Dick Grayson, it's kind of, so it's basically it's a, in their it's a, minds. It's a fight on the astral yeah. plane. Let's yeah, say. so he goes back to his Robin <laughs> no. form. Slade Wilson goes back exactly, to his. But, yeah, uh, yeah kind okay. of. All right. But it. I guess it I haven't been following it, so because that description is like, the, oh. it, and that's because the darkness gets a hold of Dick Grayson. Also, the bottom panels right here. That's why it's on the astral plane. Yeah, Dick Grayson is basically, like, where am I? What's going on? Deathstroke shows up and they fight. Um, there's this huge battle. The art is fantastic in this these battle scenes. A lot of really big splash yes, pages. Yes, very good stuff. Um, Black Adam was a highlight in this. Um, Black Adam, I loved. He actually shares his power with all of the DC heroes. So you know, it's basically supercharging all of them. So there was some great stuff there. Um, I, this issue just came out today. I don't want to go too far into it. Um. But this it, is going it, to set up the neck, the future of the DC universe. If you were not reading the rest of this story, can you read this one issue and be good to go in, in anticipation uh, of the DCU going forward? Because um, the cover no. says Dawn of the DCU. So some people may say, oh, this is the beginning. I should read this. No. No. But if you jump into this, the first pager, what's going on? And I, yeah. I would agree with that. I think the cover, the cover A cover is very it's misleading. misleading. Like, yep. Just I, I get what bit. they're going for, but... But it, with the epilogue, they're going the the cover makes sense right. in the epilogue and where they're going with everything. So I can't wait to see what happens with it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. They're setting up a new uh, DC uh, DC uh, Comics officially. DC Comics officially has a new multiverse now. For the yes, long, ever since Flashpoint, they did not have a multiverse. No, ever since, or well, that was I, actually going to be my question. Story, with this story, they haven't had the multiverse since the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, with a with a bunch of them being destroyed by the Anti Monitor. The closest we had was with multiple was Flashpoint, though, because that right. was an alternate universe. Yes. So they did create another one with um, that, but this is the actual. Yeah, there are infinite yeah. number of Earths, hence. and then Infinite Crisis had some, but not not like this. I think they're basically they basically brought back every 
multiverse universe that's been in so DC Comics. Anything Everything's possible, revived. Yeah. Anything's possible. You could see anything you you know the writers and creators want to. Um, now, does that mean DC will have more books that are not continuity then? I can hope so. For I me, think some I of it would be a lot of fun. I don't see that happening though, because we've already had a decent amount of books that are. Not, I mean, the Sean Murphy that, stuff is not continuity. Well, that and when New Fifty Two came out, they had Earth Two, Dark Knights of Steel, which was is, the Justice League. So I'm thinking though, yeah, because the way I, I guess I said that question to answer myself, but like, I, I don't think we will see necessarily. A multiverse of comics no, no. I don't think you're going to see a. You're going to see Batman comic. The but main, he, the main Batman. But comic. he may travel to those other yes, universes. But I don't. I think you're going to have your offshoot Batman's because there's 20 Batman books constantly. They're always doing. Something but I don't think they're going to do like, oh, Batman of Earth 74 is doing this stuff. It, Read this. Right. You know, I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to appear in a lot of different things or other random universe. Batman may appear right. in this. Like, and, well, why is this one And here? it may be a Flash – it may be a Flash story arc because uh, I haven't been reading Flash, but I kind of wish I have been because I've been reading a couple things online that the Flash comic has been really good. Um, the Flash with the Speed Force can go through mo- to different multiverses, so that may be a, a big story point for him. Yeah. I think the big outcome of this will be a form of the Spider-Verse. Like how Could Marvel the Spider Verse, like oh, it's all infinite universes, or there's all infinite Spider Man. Yep. So we may see a Bat Verse or a Nightwing Verse right. or a who knows what. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's where they're going to do. I think they're because Marvel and DC always copy off each other. Oh yeah. So it would not surprise me if they do something similar. Right. Yeah. I mean, they kind of teased it with the uh, death metal stuff, or a little bit, the yeah. Joker who laughs coming into right. the main universe and everything. the Batman who laughs. Or yeah, the back of last. This mm. looks really interesting. Yeah, the that's last, the last page. The I, didn't, last I, page. I, I almost spoiled that earlier. I'm like, wait, no, I better not say that just just in case you haven't read it I'm yet. I'm just kind of well because there's a little epilogue here. I'm like, yep. oh, where is this going? And yeah, but I that's see the, the, setup. the failsafe thing. And yep. I think this is the Batman Robin. Yep, that's story what it looks like going yeah. on right now. I don't know anything about this though. Yeah, is that like I a Luther bot or something. Uh, it could be Metallo. Okay, but many things are possible now. This right. is the. This so is, is this end. what the what Flashpoint should have done? No, like no, as Flashpoint, far as Flashpoint restarting everything, because um, that's what the new Fifty Two felt like. Like yeah, after the, Flashpoint, the new Fifty Two was supposed to be the big thing, but it, they the writing sucked. They crapped the bed on that one. Yeah, if they would have had good stories, Batman stories were good. Batman started out really good, but, but the Superman stuff Snyder, was crap. Snyder was writing that the Flash wasn't that great. Wonder Woman was Nightwing was good. Yeah, Nightwing, Nightwing was good. But that tied into a lot of the Batman stories. I like the Justice League um, book out of there. In the fact, Justice I just League was up, good, but uh, it started out with Jeff Johns. If you get to issue like 20 or something, it wasn't – it okay. was like, eh, it's I liked, a Justice uh, League book, but I, I don't care. We just had the uh, a trade of, of, of Forever Evil in the store, and I picked it up. I was right. like, oh, Forever I remember Evil liking that. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah, like Forever Evil. Lot. Forever Evil was great. There were many good things about New 52. However, there are even more – Bad things about New right. Fifty Two was the problem. There, and there is that were, where we went? Certain were, stories were good. Court of Owls. That was, was oh, awesome. Yeah, that was good. But after that, when he when Bruce died and Gordon was in charge of yeah. the, as Batman, that was and the no rabbit years and the rope and the Mexican. He was Iron. Yeah. Man. he was Iron Batman. Yeah, and no one cared. And it's like they de-aged. Like I couldn't tell how old people were because well, Bruce Wayne was supposed to be like 24, 25, but he's been training Dick Grayson for. 
eight it, years it, it, and then Jason like Todd for four years. And, and it's just like their continuity of age and stuff like that made no sense, which I don't care about that deeply, but it's just like, well, how can be, he be just, well, you know, even go back to Gordon with as Batman, they like, they, they completely, for that, de- for de-aged, that story, him. They de-aged him and they, they, they slimmed him down too. It's right. Like, it's like uh, he's. And they, right. I think they got rid of his mustache. Yeah, they got too. rid of his mustache because like, there was that's one thing. thing I had forgotten what happened. I'm like, who is this guy? It's like taking oh, the wait, mustache away Gordon. from Ted Lasso. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they just did a lot of weird things during New Fifty Two that I didn't care for, and I liked Rebirth when they did that. Um, it felt like uh, Secret Wars just a bit from Marvel. I think they copied off of Marvel okay. from that because they kind of pitted different What did Convergence of, do? Or Convergence. I'm sorry. It was Convergence is oh, what okay. I'm talking about. Yeah. That took a long time. Yeah. That was like a full year. Yeah, it felt like, yeah. Was that no, like week? I think was it was that, a weekly well, that was for a, weekly a year. Series. Yeah. And that's yeah. where they... That's where they pitted that, like this, uh, this uh, that version Batman of, Beyond. That was when Terry died, wasn't it? No, that was... Um, Dick that was died. Future's End. Future's End oh, had Future's Terry. End. Yeah, and right. that was also weekly, though, too. That Future's was a weekly. Was as well. That, that started off really good, too. Yeah. And they killed him off. Yeah, and then, then Tim, Tim Drake became... took over. And it was it was really interesting, but it kind of fell flat after a while. And they ended up bringing back Terry again anyway because yeah. they can't kill off anybody right. forever. Because that's what comes Well, I wonder that. if they did that because of the popularity and the success of what was the Batman book that was a weekly book that was really good. And they did it twice. It was a. Batman. I know the first one that they did that was weekly oh. was called Fifty Two. Uh, no, it was. Um, oh shoot, it was good. It was. Um, I remember what you're talking about. But yeah, the art was good. The writing was good. Um, it's the moral of the story. It's Batman very Eternal. Yes. Okay, sorry, yes. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Yes. It just popped in my head. It's very risky to do a weekly series. Sure it is because, but okay. that one felt like it had a plan. Like we're gonna go. We're going to hit point A, point B, point C, right. point D. And it felt like it had been worked on ahead of time. Correct. So when they started releasing it, it wasn't like, oh, crap, I'm on a deadline. I, I got to rush right. this out. I think the story, you can do that no problem. You can have you can write a year's 52-issue uh, story relatively easy. The problem is having the art keep up with that pace yeah. also. Sure. Unless you have, okay, we're going to have multiple artists. And how do you do that? <sighs> I hate it how when do you do that. Yeah. Now, there's ways to do it of like, hey, right. uh, there's – this character, like how when they did the Hawkeye series, what did I just see where they changed the art mid issue? Um, it's was that the deceased book? Are you talking about recently in singles just, or just literally in the last two weeks? Uh, last week there was a vicious circle by Lieber Mayo, the artist. Mm, no, and he did all of it, and there was a time travel story where, like, depending on what eras in it had to hold, hold okay, but that would style. make sense. Can I see your deceased book? I think it was the deceased book where the art just changed all of a sudden. I didn't notice it in this, but well, it's possible. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But yeah, I mean, so that's the thing with but, weekly yeah. series is. But DC's had some good success with with it with uh, Fifty Two after Infinite Crisis, and then they did um, Brightest Day, uh, but Future's End. You can do it the different artists. Very tough if though. the art changes because you're following yeah. a different character. Like right. uh, Hawkeye did that when right. there was the Clint Barton story versus Kate Bishop. It had and two I different artists. And I would have to check from here on. It did change. It did change. Okay, um, it could be like fifty-two when they did it. They were. I'd have to go back and look, but uh, it, they could have been like you'd get 
six pages out of your issue following Booster Gold, and then you would have another six pages following a different character. Oh, that's okay. Um, I get and that. And they may have had different writers and artists doing each of those stories and put them it, all in the same book. That. They did it I'd with have the to Woman check book, to see that, that. The anniversary special where it had like 20 stories right. in a, in a book. But each, each issue followed – you know, six pages were booster gold, you know, and it kept continuing that story arc and they all kind of converged toward there towards the end. And there was an actual purpose to that story or all of them take it individually. So, yeah. Uh, long story short then. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dark Crisis. On <laughs> <laughs> Just to recap that yes. part. Uh, like, what are we talking about? Uh, and I'm my sorry. last pick of the week is going to be one that I did not want to enjoy. I did not want to like, but, Dang it, it was actually good. Uh, Dark Web event that's going on. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat number one. I first saw, I was like, really, this, really, do we need them teaming up together? Why? Why is this thing? That I was reading, I was like, crap. This is actually pretty good. Didn't we the- get a taste of something like this when Peter was in that coma? A little bit. We did have a one shot oh, issue yeah. when yeah. Uh, they needed to get something from a robber, but. Uh, uh, black cat had an extra costume, so Mary Jane wore it. So yeah. they're both as white as uh, black cat costumes as we did at the time. Um, this one, nothing to do with that, really, other than they've established that uh, Peter made um, black cat promise if anything happens in the world and I can't go there, I need you to watch over Mary Jane because she's going to be in danger. She's no powers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this book. Uh, Mary Jane has weird powers. We don't know where they come from, what exactly they do. Uh, and that's part of the mystery. Like, where did she get these powers? Why is this happening? And does anybody else know that she has these powers? It was actually pretty good. Uh, I think it's only a five-issue miniseries. And it's the best dark web story that's come out so far. Um, and all you need to know is, hey, there's something going on with Limbo in the real world. And there are demon things going on. And here's these guys. Go. It's reminding me of... Um... Inferno, you probably remember this. It well Back in the nineties. It it is definitely some Inferno based in here because in the main dark web story, no, it's not ringing a bell for um, me. It has Madeline Pryor, which is yep, the there it is, who is the queen of Limbo yeah, right now. Yeah, right. Um, she's in charge, and then Ben Riley is now as Chasm. He's doing their thing. And Venom is thrown in there too because we need we need threes now. Apparently, that's sure we had that with the uh, Judgment Day stuff. So I might have, have to pick that up just because I, I remember liking Inferno. It went on way too long, just like the Clone Saga did back in the day. But uh, from well, and for me, the main Dark Web story itself, eh, this is actually one the the tie in is better so far. Yeah. So oh. Uh, Okay, sorry, I just Googled it, so I just saw a picture yep, of the cover. Yep, I'm like, yeah, I do yep. remember that. So yeah, this is definitely Inferno again. Because um, I think out of it we get Nate's. The birth of Nate. And that was the return of uh, Magic, wasn't it? Was it through Inferno? Uh, maybe, yeah. That was when Could she be. find out, oh, she's not actually dead. She's fully grown adult yeah, and, now. Yeah. And then they broke her free from the shell, and then she was a little girl again, and she's grown up again since then. It's been weird because time works weirdly in Limbo. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, so yeah. Comic logic. Right. Just don't think about it and don't try to explain it because you'll sound crazy. Uh, so Dark Web, Mary Jane, and Black Cat, number one. I really enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so before we move on to the final section of the week, which is Heroes of the Week, which oh, Jared was about, <laughs> I do want to mention that there was some breaking news this week. 
that is uh, Aftershock Comics declared bankruptcy uh, this week. Um, chapter 11, the, apparently they owe like millions of dollars oh, to wow. people and everything. So Wow. See, didn't they start out really it's strong? Didn't they come didn't out with Sarah? And... I mean, you're probably not completely wrong with that. But no, um, they, uh, they're they just not paying... Is, is that the company that started out with like Sarah, and the Russian sniper story? Or am no, I thinking of something thinking different? Of, thinking, you're thinking of TKO. TKO, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm trying to think did, of what Aftershock um, all did. That zombie, that RV in the post-apocalyptic world story they did um moths moths uh, resistance is there resistance i think I none of it really caught Googled my attention them, there right. was a there was a cartel book too also that was like really to to me they're like a almost a watered down image um They've done We Live. I know we talked about that one where oh, I had yeah. the music along the yep, way. Yep, that was cool. Um, they did Naughty List, which I enjoyed that. Uh, sad that it's, it may be the, ending soon. A Calculated Man, didn't that get picked up for a TV show? Uh, oh, they, that was that is them then, yeah. Uh, yep. They got picked up the option for a TV show. But at least these are created own things. Right. So if this company does fold, there's a chance another publisher may pick up and continue the series. I'd be okay um, with that. That would be Dead be Day. Um, which was Day of the Dead. Actually, all the yep. people that died do come back for that one day. Join the Future. Join the Future is them, yeah. Wow. Uh, so they have a I'm lot not, of... Yeah, I couldn't think of anything off offhand of them, but now that I'm looking at their, their library, I'm like, I've actually read a lot of their stuff. Nuclear Family. So yeah, it, and from what I understand, Chapter 11 isn't the, like, we're done forever. It's the, we're restructuring things to mm-hmm. get out of debt and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I'm leery that this may be the first of several publishers that are going to need to figure out things differently is the best way to put it. Um, yeah, it's, it's news because it's a, it is a major publisher. It's not, yeah. it's obviously not, not even the top three, but it is still, oh, I know that name. So right. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's news for the week. So, Heroes of the Week, comic book or otherwise, because it is the end of the year, I'm going to say, let's go Heroes of the Year that you think stand out. Oh. They're like, oh, this is this is a big thank you for the year sort of thing. Uh, because you guys are struggling to figure out that right now. I want to say, uh, I want to start out with you guys, actually, for helping with the podcast, helping with the basement all year, with everything, with all, everything. And, yeah... I would not be able to be nearly as entertaining just talking to the microphone by myself. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys coming out every week slash every other, depending on schedules and depending mm-hmm. on illnesses and vacations and holidays and whatnot. And it's fun. So, and you yeah, the listeners I, as well for listening. I enjoy this. I thank you guys for feeding me every week. <laughs> not a problem. It's always a good part. <laughs> so yeah, I'll kick it off with that. And uh, whoever right. comes up with one next can go ahead and speak. Uh, boy, having one for the full year is a tough one. Um, for the full year, I, I was just thinking this anyway. I'm going to go with uh, the director, uh, Dallas Jenkins. He has been spearheading uh, the show called The Chosen. It's, uh, it's a series about the Gospels, about the Christian Gospels focusing on Jesus and um, and it's one of those one of the conversation points that we always talk about when we're watching this is 
it's not your cheesy Christian boring movie or show. And we acknowledge like some of that stuff. It's like, really, that was the best you guys could do. And you're trying to put out this message for that. The hallmark of quality of storytelling. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone has their uh, mm-hmm. better compare. I think it would be like how the Hallmark movies, Christmas movies, like, oh, they're, sure, they're sure. very point A, point B, yeah. cheap actors, cheap production value. Cheesy. Like so yeah. cheesy, right? Yep. Uh, what I've really enjoyed about The Chosen is 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 they've done the research to what it w- what the culture would have looked like, what Jesus would have uh, essentially looked like in the sense of how he would have been with the people in the culture right uh it's been really good uh it's 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 there are things added obviously uh because you to to, to tell the story on in film directly from the bible would be very difficult one of the things that uh we were talking about the one day is between two verses the kid is born jesus is born and then the next sentence He's hundreds of miles away living in Egypt. And the sentence after that is he's a few years older back in. What happened you know, in those in between right, parts? Exactly. So they take some liberties to, they do. to flesh out, the, to make it more entertaining. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, entertaining. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd be like, you get whiplash of like, wait, what? 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 But then what? some of those big plot points uh, in the Gospels, the woman at the well when he's talking to her, it, the that episode just kind of like. Yeah, that that all kind of tracks with how somebody would be talking to Jesus and being uh, upset is too light of a word. But she is distraught, angry beyond our reason. Okay, really? You want to support this society? This society is treating me X, Y and Z. And he's like, no, I'm here to do away with all that, you know, and it just... It works. It really works to bring the Gospels to life. And so the the fun part of that is he has had a terrible career. And then The Chosen is You're talking just, about the director. The director, I'm sorry. Not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the director. Make, make sure you train the, the thought here. Back, back to the hero. Back to the hero. He, he had this one movie, uh, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone, this child actor that uh, – grows up and it, and it was supposed to be he was actually signed on to have like three or four movies after that. Was that the one with Andy Dick? No, that was the guy with um that was the one with uh Shield Agent gone bad. Uh Ward? Ward, thank yeah. you. The actor the, the actor that played Ward. Yeah. Uh and I thought it was really good. No cheese, fun story, you know, lighthearted and then it bombed in the box office. So those those four or five movies that was originally planned, they did not do three or four of them, and he didn't know what was going to happen. And then a few years ago, he did this video for his church, and they're like, why are you not making a, a, a Jesus show about this and doing it like you did that just film for the church? And now it's exploded, and it's... It's really good. Uh, so going back to the resurrection of Gavin, I pulled up on IMDb. Oh yeah, uh, Neil Flynn, the janitor from Scrubs, is in it too. Oh, cool. Sorry, I, I didn't know Jared would care about that. No, he's yeah. What? He's Waylon Stone. Oh, he's, it is him. That uh, yeah, right. From, his dad. Yeah, that's right. And Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels is in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but it's like, not an all-star cast. But these are not your. 
these are not no name people, right? right? Your biggest name is going to be Ward's character, Ward's actor, uh, which was Brett Dalton. Thank you. No, I no the big name is Neil Flynn, <laughs> <laughs> but Dallas Jenkins. So uh, one of those guys that you know the world hit him pretty hard, and then he was like, okay, and then he does this, and it's it's doing really well. Jared, we watched we watched as much time as we could. Who is your hero? Of the year? Enough. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with my nephew. Uh, he so last not a, a year ago this past November we got a dog, um, a little golden retriever named Shandy. So she turned one, and we're coming up on our second Christmas with her and stuff like that. And I gotta say, just my nephew as taking care of this dog beyond belief, like. It's nothing typical, oh, yeah, you'll take care of her, then you don't. Right. Like, he grooms her, cuts her hair, you know, makes sure everything's good, makes sure my dad's taking her to the vet. Uh, he does so much with her, taking care of her. It's it's unbelievable, you know, and he keeps us grounded, too, over at the house, and it's very honest. <laughs> to a fault. <laughs> to a fault, uh, which is such a good thing, you know, at times, because it's just like, We'll do something stupid, and he'll ask, "Why are you doing that?" You know, it's like, but I, I didn't realize <laughs> I was. Like, Shut up, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, I gotta say, my nephew, he's he's a good kid, keeps us all on level, and he's just fun to be around. All right, uh, and before we sign off, uh, I forgot to mention we will be doing. So we're not gonna do the podcast next week because Christmas, New Year, yeah. that week is usually a whole lot of nothing. But we will still do book club in two weeks. Jared, what book are we reading in two weeks? Hold on. World. I know this. It, it, oh, I'm not even going to look. It's World War Hulk. He, he said world. That triggered. I heard it. I, I heard nothing I of what he said. <laughs> it was yeah. a he said nothing. I was all me. And you're wrong. It's Planet Hulk. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> world War Hulk was the sequel. Planet Hulk is the one. Dang it. I should have looked. World War Hulk? It happened after Planet yeah, Hulk. Yeah, it was Planet Hulk first. Planet Hulk was first. So, we're so doing- what's the story that makes him go to Planet Hulk? Uh, it, it's in Planet Hulk itself. They, it's like the very first page. Like, yeah, oh, and, it it wraps up in like two pages. Yeah. We flip through it real quick. Uh, like, oh, good. They tell that story. Reed Richards least. sends him a video like, "This is why we're sending you here." Go. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so what did it, I flip through? Because I could, I could have sworn I flipped through. It's it's a thinner book, and it's by your favorite artist. World War Hulk. You might have grabbed uh, the follow up to Planet Hulk, which was World War Hulk. Uh, I think, but it might be Hulk War is what you grabbed or something. I'll look at it tomorrow. Did he grab Romita Jr.? Yeah, his favorite. Yeah. All those blocky, not good Batman animated series art. Everyone has the same face, no matter what. They all look thumb with eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, we're doing Planet Hulk. uh, Planet Hulk, sorry. Sakaar. Yes. And is... It is a bigger book, but we have two weeks to read it, and we're actually we're planning and, ahead. And I have never actually read Planet Hulk before, so that's and why we said can't he has choose that. Did Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Sure. I like when it's uh, we haven't read something before. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. like reading stuff we have because it's like, yep. oh, cool. I you know get to relive that. And I have read it, but it's been a long time since I've read it. So, so yeah, that's what we'll be reading in two weeks. Two weeks. So until then, thank you everybody for listening with us this past year and these past years that we've been doing this. Uh, Mention this podcast to get Adrian's discount at the store. He doesn't get a discount. Yeah. So in the meantime, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening and we will see you all next year. 
Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Happy Hanukkah! And have a kick in Kwanzaa. Nothing, Jared? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>